Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, all right, all right. So today, uh, I don't even remember what session this is. Five, six, I, I don't know. Okay. I think it's um, I think it's six. Okay. Yeah. Well, session six, but we got a lot of work to do. Don't worry about it. Um, today is uh, September first. Um, today is my birthday. And um, hey, listen, that's why I want to hit record so I can say happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Rosetta. Happy birthday to you. I was trying to to get to the recording so I could sing it before you said it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, no, if I got a post, she's going to say happy birthday, and I wanted to sing it before you said something, you know? So that's why I said, you know, I'm going to hit the recording quick, you know? So happy birthday to you, my dear. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I, I actually even purposely didn't even say happy birthday on Facebook because I wanted to be say it personally to you on this recording, and that you always have. <laughs> okay. So I want to say that um, number 20, we're on number 20, where it says men acknowledge, um, men speak from success, women speak mm-hmm. from praise. So that's yeah. where you stop that. So okay. anyway, yeah. so um, yesterday I came, I came home, right, and um, – mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to see him, but I saw him in the dry in the um garage, like in the, over where the cars were. And I see, I, not really see him, but I seen this bald head. And I was looking. I said, I was, I was wondering if Stacy was over there, you know? Yeah. So that was him. So I decided I'll um just walk in slowly and wait until he noticed me, because I was talking to my brother on the phone, because my brother was the first one that said happy birthday to me. And um, I saw him, so I told him. I I told I told him. I said, "Come here." <laughs> mm-hmm. And so he came, and we walked. And so I just, you know, I just wanted to say, like, um, how was your vacation and everything, you know? But you know, but I was, I had already, my my anger came back, you know, mm-hmm. at, at that time from the time that I saw him, and um. Yeah. I can't remember too much, but anyway, so um, he um, he was telling me about how much he was thinking about me while he was gone, right? Yeah. I said, well, I said um, he said I um he he said I just came from San Juan. I said I thought you would said you was going to Jamaica or or, or something like that. He said no, he went to San he went to San Juan, so he showed me. I said, so you took somebody with you? No, he said, no, I didn't take nobody with me. You know, he and he showed me the um, the the, the paper. You know, I said, but they could have their own ticket. <laughs> you mm. know, so um, that was it. He said, no, I didn't go go with nobody. He went by himself, and um, so okay, whatever. And um, he was telling me that he was thinking about me. 
all mm-hmm. the time he was there. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, really? Listen, I was already pissed with him. And um, he wanted to, like, give me a kiss or walk me upstairs. It wasn't happening. Yeah. yeah. And um, how did I break down? I broke down because um, I well, first I was standing my ground, then to let him, let him see that I was really serious about what I was saying, you know. Right. And then he was acknowledged that, you know, he really, he messed up and um, in reference to, like, not being in touch with me and, you know, you as far as I felt, like, you were just leading me on, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, to myself, why would I want to be bothered with you if you just lead me on? I, I said, I don't have no time to be playing games. Right. Um. And uh, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm just trying to think because it take a little bit of time you know trying to think about what happened last night and okay. um so he said he was sorry about it and um he's he's willing to make it up you know I said yeah I will see you know because I mean I'm just not giving into that you know you you willing to make it up we'll just see how you willing to make it up you just got to show me because I mean. I'm not going to, like, anyway, I already told him, I'm not going to be sitting up here before, when he, he left. I said, I'm not going to be sitting, sitting up here running after you. You know, he said, what you mean? He said, well, ain't nothing really even going down between us. I said, what I mean as far as calling you up on the phone, because he asked me if I missed him. I said, I don't miss you. <laughs> you know, I was doing whatever I had to be doing. You know, I mean, like, my, he he wasn't even really on my mind. You wasn't even on my mind, really. Mm-hmm. You um. I just know that I stood in how I felt, and um, and then I, I could, I, I heard, I heard him talking to me. You know, I, I'm getting where we, where we got those senses now. You know what I'm saying? Where that we can hear, he really hear somebody and what they saying instead of just like, um. They're talking, and I'm just going to ignore it. Yeah. You know that we have those senses, right? Yes. Okay, I'm talking about like you and I. So, yeah. um, okay, so that's why I broke down, and you know, because um, he actually really found truthful in reference to what he was saying, and so um, he walked me. He walked me upstairs. Oh, he walked me upstairs, but then I didn't want to even be bothered. So then what happened? I let him go. I said, I said, I'll see you later, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I closed the door. And then he called me back and, um, not called me back, he said, oh, he sent me a text. And he said, um, he said, get it. I'm going to get the text. 
to the right here. A lot of stuff. This is a So he said, um, that was Wednesday. He said, I'm really he said, I'm sorry, baby. I I will try harder for you, okay? And um What's that for yesterday? No, that was because it, it was after twelve o'clock, I think. And yeah, that was that was it. And so, um, I didn't even respond to him. You know, I was sitting down, I was doing whatever I was doing, and um, so I came outside. No, he called me up on the phone. He said, "I sent you a text." He said, "Why you didn't respond to me?" And mm. I, I I didn't even think of it think of it as being much of nothing. I I just thought you know he said what he said and I accepted it you know and um that was it and I, I, so I didn't take it in but 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 because he said why didn't you respond to me he wanted me to he wanted me to get a response from me to say mm-hmm. okay. Because actually, I guess from what he sent to me, he really meant what he said. And um, I said, okay, I'm sorry. You know, I, I I just really didn't take that in. I I I seen it and I recognized it. And you know, because that's what you said, and I just continued doing what I was was going to be what I was doing. And um, so I had to come downstairs and go to the store. And I went to the store. I came downstairs to go to the store because I have a got to get Dorothy some eggs. And um, so he he began to start. I said, "You walking with me?" He said, "Yeah, I'm walking with you." So he walked with me around the corner to the store and everything. And um, he was like, "Lovey dubby." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I just let him be himself, you know. Um, and um, what happened after that? He, and he said it again. He said, I, I told you I was sorry. I'm going to try harder, right? I said, yeah, I heard you, you know, because he, he, <laughs> he said, I called you, and you didn't respond. And I said, yeah, I got it. I got it. I, oh. I Like, I took that in. Huh? Hey, Rosetta, Rosetta, hold on one second. Hold on one second. I got to answer this call. I hate to do that, but I got to answer it. Hold on. Okay. Okay, I'm back. So he said, um, I said, I got you, I got you. I mean, I got it now. I took that in now. I accepted. I said, I told you I, um, I'm all right with what you said. I heard you. So now he knows that I'm I'm agreeing with him as far as I'm yes. accepting what he said. He's saying that he's sorry, and I believe it. So um, he wound up going, he wound up walking me upstairs, so. No, they, no, he didn't walk me upstairs. I went upstairs. 
And I don't know what, oh, he said he told me as we were walking, he said, I'm going to call you at 12 o'clock and wish you a happy birthday. I said, okay. So 12 o'clock came, my phone was ringing. <laughs> so I answered So I answered it. And he said, happy birthday. He said, I want to be the first one to tell you happy birthday. I said, okay. I said, thank you. He said, now I got to go get my baby something. I said, that's all right. I said, you really don't have to, you know, like nothing has really been going on with us, you know. So I said, that's all right. You really don't have to do that. You know, um, I appreciate the fact you telling me happy birthday, you know. And so um, he said, you want me to come up and give you a kiss? And he kept saying it. I said, okay. I said, you can come up. So he came up to give me a kiss. And then after he gave me the kiss, you know, um, he was really, like, telling me that he missed me and everything. And um, so we stopped and... I said to him, I said, you know, I really, um, oh, he said, I said, I really like you. And, I, and I, I'm saying, I said, why you, I said, why? What is it about me that you like? He said, what I like about you is that you're standing, you're not being, letting, letting anybody push you over. Standing your ground in reference to how you feel, and that's what I—that's what he liked. Yeah. Um, um, may I say something about that? May, may I say something about that? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, most men love that about women. Huh? Yeah, and I, I know. Let me let you talk because I'm going to tell you what I said, what I thought. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Almost every man wants a woman who is as strong as he said he sees you as, because. If you are that, then you won't be needing him to take care of you that kind of way. You'll be strong enough so he doesn't have to, like, and, you know, stop him living his life just to make you feel cool, like, good. Like, you're your own success. So he can contribute, but, like, he can't just live his life for you and forget about his own life also. And then another thing is when women are feeling insecure, they don't trust men, and so they kick men's ass because, they need him to prove how much he wants to be with him. When it's, can we just like get along for crying out loud? Can you like you know chillax a little bit? You know. And so when a woman is insecure, she's going to be emotionally unreliable and really emotionally unsafe. And most men are like, I don't know about that. So that's why I was letting you know that men love a woman who's confident, has sta- standards, and is not going to be emotionally uh, unreliable. Or, un- or unpredictable. A woman who knows who she is, a woman who has her principles, who stands on ground, don't let anybody walk over her, is usually knows who she is and usually has some emotional stability about her and she's safe to be around. Other women, nope, not much. I'm done. Okay. So um, I said, so when he said that, I thought about, what I'm learning from you, you know, yeah. and um, it just came to me because I'm I'm missing. I, it's it's like you told me something and I and it, I heard it inside of me. <laughs> That's mm. all I'm saying. And um, so I said, you know, I just um, I just 
I, I told him I signed up for the coaching society, you know, and um, he said whatever I could do to make you happy or um, or make us happy or whatever, you know, he he willing to do it. He, and um, and so I I asked him, I said, so what happened? You know, like what happened with you? You know, because mm-hmm. um, I remember we had a conversation a while back when we were first beginning to talk mm. and he told me that he was all, when I first met him, I first met him. I met the first time I met the man down in the damn basement. I was, we were both getting the elevator together. And, um, he said that he's, <laughs> I'm already getting in the deep conversation. Cause that's me. <laughs> yep. Um, he said, I've always been by myself, you know, I said, because it already started made me questioning stuff, you know. Yeah. I said, you've always been by yourself. I said, that's not good, you know. Um, he told me about how he, he, didn't, he told me a little bit about how he was when he was young. Mm-hmm. And so that that yesterday when we spoke, um, he told me, he said, he always he always been by himself all his life. You know, he's the oldest in his family. He goes, he, he has eight sisters and brothers, but he's the oldest one in his family. Because yeah. he said, like, I mean, you're trying to connect with me, but yet and still you're doing all this stuff and you caused me to get pissed, you know. And he told yeah. me, cause he, he said he'd be going to church and um, he'd go to, go to rehearsal and um, you know, and then he's working and he come home, he get four or five hours of sleep, and he back up, he or he exercise, he back up, and he's doing all his thing all over again. Mm-hmm. And um, I told him, I think I'm a long time ago, the first time I met him, I told him, I said, that's not good. Yeah. I said, because um, what happens, and I told him, I, like I was trying to tell him about me, you know, um, when you be by yourself, everything, that's, every, you got everything going on in the inside. And you're not connecting with nobody, you know, yeah. and um, and being that you're not connecting with nobody, I'm I'm learning that you you have that anger in you. You know what I'm saying for certain yeah. things or whatever. So religion, maybe religion is his way out. You know what I'm saying because he seems all right. It had yeah. it's helping him, but he, but but there's probably still some stuff in there. You know, yeah. um, because he told me that you know. Days he there's days he gets to get to himself. He just meditate and think on God for a couple of hours, and you know, and it just makes him feel good, and that's good. Mm-hmm. So I think in in that way he's feeling himself, you know, even though, um, he's all because he's always just been to himself, and um, so I, why why am I saying saying this to you, um? Oh, and then I told him, I said, he was kissing again. And then I told him, I said, remember I was saying to you, I said, you can't be alone, you know. You can't be alone. You got to you gotta be with somebody or just you got to share yourself with somebody. And it's like, it's like telling me, he's like telling me that he want to be with me. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, what is it that he see in me, you know, that, um, mm. Well, I'll tell you that I'm gonna stop right there because now I'm going to Don, right? And Don okay. told me, he said, Rosetta, he said, I believe that you are the, uh, the kind of woman that um 
that you would help you would help me to be a better person. Great. That you can help me to be a better person, and however he sees it. So, um, when he said, I said, "Wow, you know." So I'm looking at Maurice, and I'm thinking, um, I don't know how he sees me, but you know, by what I just said. There's something about me that he sees that probably makes him want to be connected with me in reference to himself, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a good thing because I've talked to so many women, and, like, you're over here dealing with choices and options. I've talked to so many women, they ain't got nobody looking at them, talking to them. So you, you, you should consider yourself blessed, I swear. You said they don't have nobody talking to them? Yeah. A lot of women walking around by themselves, ain't got nobody in their world. They're over there feeling like, you know, don't nobody like me, and you over here got options. You over there in the process of trying to figure out who's who. <laughs> you you ahead of the game. You don't know it. You may not find the right guy that's right yet, but, you know, you're least in the game. There's some people that want to be in the game, can't get in the game. Well, I, I, just want to... I, already, I already said to myself, um, I'm going to have somebody in my life, you know, so um, I'm not trying to find them, you know. I'm, I'm not trying to do that, but um, I'm keeping myself open, you know, but I, I know I got my stuff going on too, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I was letting him know I, I, I'm, I said I'm like I'm in a middle, middle. I said you already know about my life. My, my, my first thing was um, not so much my life, but my first thing was to, um, I got, I, I really feel that I need to be open with somebody. You know, I yeah. just don't want to, um, that I'm talking to you and stuff like that, and I'm covering up stuff mm-hmm. and acting like everything is peaches and creams, and then you find out that it's not like that. Yeah. So um, if I'm just open with you, you just know who I am and what the shit I'm dealing with right now. So if you have make a decision to do it, then you just, you're doing it because you know what's going on. <laughs> right. And that's how I really feel about it, you know. But I was told, not not by him, but I was told by somebody else, I wouldn't be so open, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, but why cover it up? Right. To me, it's like, why cover it up? You know, you want people to know who you really are. So they either know who you really are, they get involved with you, and then and when you finally do share yourself, they be like, well, where you, where that person been all the time? And and now they they get involved with somebody that, that that's a you know a fake a model, you know, a, a statue, you know, if yeah, they, they fake you what? Yeah. And I, and what I'm saying by that is like I'm living in my girlfriend's house. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a mm-hmm. room. You know, I got some financial situations. My daughter's not well, you know. I got two grandchildren that's in foster care. And mm-hmm. I, I'm in a midlife crisis in my life. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. I got you. So I just told him, I said, you know, I said, you already know where, I, where I'm at. And, I mean, and being, I mean, you already know where I'm at. And, um, you know, I'll. I mean, this is this is not me, you know. This is something that, you know, something happened, you know. Yes. 
being that something happened, it's like I'm in a midlife crisis working on my life, one of my life to um, improve. I, and he said something about being happy. I said, I said, well, I want to be happy, you know. Mm-hmm. And whatever I said, he shook his head and he agreed with me. Because mm-hmm. um, I guess maybe it was whatever I said, he, when he, when he agreed with me, it had to do with probably what he was looking for. Okay. You say, you understand? Yep. And that, but I didn't, even, I didn't question on it because I continued on talking. But he, uh, he just shook his head, you know, like you're right, or yep. he agreed with me. And I, I, I said, okay, I, I just left it alone and I kept talking, you know. Yep. So um, about the happiness stuff, you know, because I do want to be happy, and um, mm-hmm. and you know, I am. I, to tell you the truth, yep. I am all right. I just got shit that I need to um um work with and and yes. put back together, you know. Yeah. But other, but you know, I, I've learned a lot, and I, I I've um I've learned a lot. I became aware of a lot of stuff, or I just or I've been transformed with it. Um, the things that I'm going through. It's not part of me. It's outside of me. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, I mean, it can affect how I'm feeling. But um, yep. but now I don't have to let it be the thing that's controlling my life. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. All right. Good. You know, it's it's very interesting that you're having this conversation because tonight's session is going to address a lot of what you were dealing with. A lot, very appropriate. A lot of what? A lot of what? A lot of what you were talking about in terms of the men you were dealing with. Oh, this is it's perfect, perfect. We're at the right place in the program for you. So okay. So this oh, morning, so the, yeah. he said, for now on, what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be connecting with you. And he, this morning, he did um, send me a text and said, good morning, you know, good morning, baby. He calls me chocolate. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so I, <laughs> that's all right. But yeah. he, he doesn't have to do it all. He don't have to say nothing all the time, but it's just as long as he connect with me. And, and I feel good about that, you know. I know he's yeah. doing what he's going to do. And I... I don't, I don't, to me, I feel with a man, you know, if you, you're doing what you're doing, I'm doing what I'm doing, and, and um, I don't be, I'm not trying to look and see if, or try to be jealous to see if what you, if you're doing something. Now, if if something go down when you give me an idea that you're trying to, that you're doing something, then you're going to hear my damn mouth. Yeah. Other than that. You got freedom and I got freedom too because I feel like I feel like um I just feel confident enough in myself, not so much about what I'm doing with a man, but I just feel confident enough in myself. If I'm with you, you with me. That's how it's supposed to be, and that's it. Yeah, like it. I like it. Good. Okay, let I'm gonna start talking. All right, cool. So I'm gonna go into the program tonight. Tonight session. <laughs> Perfect where you at uh, for tonight's session. So um, 
So we're going to start talking about how to figure man out now. We talked at first. First okay. couple of sessions was about how to uh, get out of your own way by dissolving your blind spots, barriers, you know, uh, inaccurate thinking, get you out of your own way. The second session, section, second part of the program was about understanding men the way they really are, not uh-huh. specifically, but generally, right? So the top 20 differences is about men in general. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, like, how to figure guys out, um, the, the right kind of guys, how to tell the kind of guys for you versus the kind of guys not. So the first and biggest thing is to be able to tell whether a man is mature or not. Wait, wait, wait. So this is what what we're gonna be doing. How to figure a men men out and yeah, what? Yeah. So so this part is the, this. The next couple of sessions is gonna be about qualifying men, how to qualify them. Now that you understand them, now that you you know got a chance to uncover your blind spots and get yourself out of your way and stop um, sabotaging men because you know what doesn't work in dealing with men. Um, now we're gonna talk about how to see whether a man is good for you or not. Now we're going into the qualifying part. Okay. All right. Okay. Great. That's why I say this is so proper because you're understanding, man, you're still trying to figure out is this guy the right – you, you, you kind of got your gut feeling, but you need some, some specific information. You won't get that tonight. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Yeah. But I felt good about that. You know, I mean, listening to him. Yes. And what he said, I said, you know, I said, all right, Rosetta. <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. I'm telling you it's perfect. So so the first part, the three things we're going to talk about today. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is how to tell whether a man is mature or not. Because if a man is not mature, nothing else is going to make a difference. So this particular part. Um, I'm going to say, so when you listen to the recording, figure it's about 25 minutes into the, into the recording when I start talking. When we were talking, I had to let you go and let yourself go. Because it's been a few weeks, right? So, um, yeah. you know, when you listen to this, you know, you can, if you don't want to hear you, fast forward about 25 minutes or so and you'll get to this point. So, so just tell okay. you that. All right. So, yeah. so, um, so how to tell whether a man is mature or not. If a man is mature, he's easy for you to get along with. If he's not, then he's difficult to get along with and difficult to figure out because he's not mature. So we're going to talk about the top ten ways to tell whether a man is mature or not. You want a man that, that's capable of, uh, of all tenity. These are he either is mature or he's not. These are he either is this way or he's not. There's no in-between. This is pregnant, not pregnant. You understand? That clear. Okay? So... Uh, I'm just going to go through them real quick. Um, okay. So the first one is um, uh, uh, mature men are committed to success. Immature men are committed to winning. There's a difference between the two, and this is the biggest difference. Well, the, the, the one of the top two biggest difference. So when a man is committed to winning, he's not thinking about nobody else. It's really more about him. And so he will do things that um, may not, he may not be aware of, how it would affect other people, but he's going to do it anyhow because he gets a chance to win. Winning is about the individual. Success is everybody with everybody winning. So if he's winning, he wants to win with you. He wants to win with you so that you both win, 
not just because he wins. So you want a man who, when he thinks about taking care of people and things, he wants to include everybody in the win. Everybody wins. So, um, um, immature men don't even know that they're not thinking about everybody else. They're kind of blind to it. They're worried about trying to protect themselves. If they're like nervous Nellies, if they're like the shy type or the Mr. Nice Guy type, you know, they're going to be hoping that they don't get in trouble or they don't mess it up with you. But the successful guys, guys that think about success, and it's not to say that they do, that they are successful. Their goal, their intention is to be successful. You follow that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, their intention is that you and him and everybody in both of y'all's lives and everybody around him succeeds. He's not selfish. He is open, big-hearted, and he's calm enough to not worry about giving you your stuff because he can give you your stuff and him still take care of himself at the same time. And he knows the difference. He's thinking success. An immature man is only thinking about winning. Now, men need to feel successful and be successful, but to an immature man, he can't tell the difference between success and winning. Make sense? Yep. I'm, you just hit, you just told me something. <laughs> yes, I did. What what, I, what you get out of that? I thought about the other guy. <laughs> oh. That, he, that he's immature. Yeah, well, there's more coming. That's only the first one. <laughs> in, in, so the last yeah. thing you said, immature man what? Immature man doesn't know the difference between success and winning. And an immature man needs to win no matter what. And an immature man, I mean, and a mature man, he's okay if he doesn't win as long as you're winning. That's success to him. He doesn't need okay. to be out front. He doesn't need to be the hero as long as everybody benefits. So, like, in the military, one of the reasons why people are so proud of people in the military is because when a man is on, it was, is on the field of battle, he will sacrifice his life for others because he's more committed to you being successful and you being alive than him with his ego staying alive. And so okay. that's, why, that's why people admire hero- heroism so much because it's about success. It's not about winning. You know, he told what he told me. He was in. Um, he said he was in nine eleven, mm. and um, when he told me that, it kind of shocked me. And mm. um, he said it, he was right there when everything fell. And I said, "What?" I said, "Well, mm. I'm looking at him, and I'm thinking like, and he's all right." And yeah. that, and um, that was the conversation we had had in the yeah. past. And, um. And he and then he said he said something about well I said like he's all right so I said yeah um yeah you would and you wouldn't have met me if he wasn't all right you know that's what we both were yeah. saying but that was just a conversation yeah. um but he's all right you know it's like he's not sick or nothing you know his health is good and everything mm-hmm. but well, he said he was right there but he was he was helping people. Yes. He said, but he he said he go. I know he goes to church, and he said yeah. um he said he believed that um you know that um that God you know God spared his life. Yep. Yep. 
He's just trying to be secure. Great. So the next one. So the next one. This is the other top one. Is mm-hmm. uh, is that uh, a man who's who's mature? He knows who he is. An immature man does not know who he is. A mature man knows what his purpose is in life for the most part. He may not know it exactly, but he knows he's supposed to be doing something, and he's committed to doing it. He lives his life by principles, by standards. He knows what works and what doesn't, and he stays inside of that. He knows how to make decisions that he's still going to be happy with after he made the decision. Where a lot of times people will make decisions and they be like, well, I thought I would like it before that happened, but now that I got it, I don't feel like I like it, you know? So a mature man make, knows what works for him, knows what he likes and doesn't like, and he sticks to his um, his guns, he sticks to his opinions. Um, he also doesn't change his mind very often. And the reason why he doesn't change his, his mind very often is because he already knows that what he likes, he's still going to like. So there's no need to change his mind. You know, people that change their mind a lot is because they think they like something until they get it. And then once they get it, they don't know if they still like it or not. They can't tell until it's too late. So people who know who they are, they make decisions, they already know they're going to be happy with the decision, and they keep it moving. That's an immature man. An immature man, one who is not mature, does not know that. And so he's always he's always trying, gambling, you know, taking risks unnecessarily. And he's not very happy. A lot of times he might even be counting on you to be clear so that, you know, you can help him be happy with your clarity. But um, if a man doesn't know who he is because he keeps making decisions and keeps changing his mind, he, he, ain't, he ain't the one. Make sense? Mm-hmm. All right, good. Number three. He's clear what his vision is. He has a vision. He's clear about what his vision is for his life, for whatever it is he's dealing with. He knows what he wants and how he wants it to go. And uh, men who are immature, they either don't know what their vision is or they have no clue that they even have one. They're just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. They don't have any. They don't have anything that they want to do outside of, you know, making enough money to pay their bills and survive and have sex. That's about it. You know, they don't have no real vision. They don't have no real purpose. And um, and those guys are not mature because they ain't ready. So mm-hmm. that's number three. Number three. Number four. A mature man will take care of his partner regardless of how he feels. And an immature isn't conscious of it, doesn't know that it's needed, or he won't for whatever reason. So he'll get into one of those moves where he's like, I ain't doing nothing for her. Fuck that. That's not a mature. A mature man wouldn't say that. A mature man would still take care of you, and then he'd try to figure out how to bring you around his way of thinking so it ain't so hard to take care of you. An immature man would be like, man, I ain't that. <laughs> Bye. Because... <laughs> You know, he don't have a vision for, like, a relationship. He don't have a vision for his life. He's just he's just surviving. That's number four. He will wow. uh, mature man. Say it again. I said, isn't that something? Yeah. Yeah, and it's not bad and wrong. He's just, he just not conscious, you know? He's running a racket and don't know what racket is. It's like that. 
Number he's five. Finding yeah, he's, he's like, you know, trying, he's trying to find himself. Right. Until he finds himself, he can't find nobody else to take care of nobody else. He can't. He's not grounded. Number five. Number five, a mature man will sacrifice his need to take care of his partner. An immature man is not able to see how, like, the impact his way of being has on his partner. So, you know, we talked about the guy, you know, that was at 9-11, right? Mm-hmm. He was willing to take care of people because he knew he was going to be all right. He had no questions about it. But, you know, an immature man might be worried about it. He might not know that what he's doing, how it affects other people, or that it even affects other people. He might not know mm-hmm. that. So that's number six. No, number five. And, you know, you're going to get this. By the way, I, I owe you some, some recap from, from way back, so I'll send them to you tonight, uh, the written recaps. So uh, number six, this is a big one. A mature man does not need to be in charge or to be right in order to feel like a man. An immature man will fight because uh, he doesn't know how to pick his battles. He doesn't know. When's a good idea to fight and stand and when's not a good idea? So he'll fight all the time, protect himself and all that stuff. Mature men, they don't fight very much. They don't argue very much. They kind of sit back and watch you and figure out how they could prevent that from happening again. Um, but they never feel like they're, they're, they never feel like they're not the man. If they're with a woman that bullies them around, they'll eventually leave pretty quickly, actually. But um, if they are... Um, you know, grounded, they let you do and be however you need to be because they ain't going to change them and they still going to take care of you. They don't need to be in charge. That's number six. Number seven, a mature man can see right through his partner. He can see wow. her mindset. Yes, a mature man can see right through you. He can see when you're happy, sad, when you get ready to try to do something to him, when you try to pull a trick on him, when you're worried and you don't even notice that you're worried. Sometimes a mature man can tell you need to go to the bathroom. He'd be like, honey, you went last time you went to the bathroom. You okay? Oh, I like that. Because he can see him in her. He can see the parts that's identical to him in her and the parts that are not, and he can tell what's going on with her. You know, like sometimes you can tell what's going on with your children. Yeah. Yeah. A mature man can see what's going on with you. He can see right through you. And he'll like it. And, and he'll like you. Yes. And an immature man, he don't even know that he's not, he can't see through you. An immature man don't even know he can't see through you. He's just doing his thing and guessing. And he doesn't know because he's been guessing his whole life. So what's one more thing to guess about? Mm. Yeah. Number eight, a mature man knows he can never take time off from his responsibility in the relationship. He's never off duty. An immature man has no idea about this. And I thought, well, what are you talking about? How come? Which really pisses women off because the biggest thing a man can do to make a woman feel safe and secure is to have his eyes on everything at all times because if he, if she can't, he can't protect her, but he can see what's going on, She'll feel so much more protected because he can see what's going on. So, for example, you know, y'all, nobody can stop a tsunami. 
But if you have a plan for how to deal with a tsunami, you'll feel a thousand percent safer, right? Yeah. Yeah, because at least you know something's possible. He's thinking about it. You got a plan. You might survive, right? But if you have mm-hmm. no plan, you have no plan, no idea, mm-hmm. you'll be scared, you know, to death. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A, a mature man knows that he's always on duty. He's always supposed to be taking care of you. He's always got to have your back. He, he He's always watching for your concerns and to make sure you're okay. He's not necessarily doing everything. But he ain't, he ain't, he, he's mentally and emotionally ready at all times, even if he's sitting there watching football. He knows you might need him at any second. And if it ain't an emergency, he's going to chill out like a lion, like the, like the male lion. He just chills out, watches the wife go out and bring the food back and all that stuff. But when the real deal happens, <laughs> get out of the way, woman. I got this. And that's how a mature man is going to be. An immature man, an immature man has no idea about it. No idea. Number nine, a mature man will never manipulate his partner. Well, the only time he will is uh, if he's throwing a surprise party. But that's a good thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, he's throwing a surprise party. He wants to, you know, other than you know, pulling surprises on you. He's going to be straight with you. You know, he's not going to manipulate you. He may persuade you, make a sale with you, you know, inspire you, but he's not going to manipulate you. He's not going to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Mature man has no need, no desire. He knows he's bigger than that. And if he feels like he got to keep manipulating you, you ain't the one anyhow because he don't want to be manipulated. He didn't even want to go there. Mm-hmm. But... But an immature man may do it or will do it. Mm-hmm. Now, the challenge with this is that most women don't even know they're being manipulated until it's too late. But mm-hmm. uh, an immature man knows he's going, he's like, I got to do something. I got to get So they'll play the game, not realizing how much damage they're doing by doing playing the game. But Can you, they're say, get that again? Can you say that again? Yes. Immature men who play games with women don't know how much damage they do when they're playing games with women. Oh, oh, okay. And they will receive their just desserts through karma, and they don't know that either. So they don't know how much damage they're doing by playing these games. They hurt themselves and her. They get their hurt later, but she gets her hurt right away. But no, she don't know he's doing it until it's too late. And he don't know the impact that it's going to have on him until it's too late. But a mature man knows, so a mature man don't even go down that road. That's number nine. Number ten. Number ten is that a mature man will choose to be happy whether his partner is happy or not. Whereas an immature man will be controlled by her actions and, and reactions, will be controlled by her emotions, her needs, and all that stuff. He'd be over there trying to make her happy and being a, a Mr. Nice Guy pushover. A mature man, he ain't going to let you dominate him. He's going to be happy no matter what. He might take care of you, but not because he's dominant. You're, you're making him do it. He just sees the wisdom in doing it, not because you're manipulating him into doing it. Mm-hmm. Not because you're being a big baby. <laughs> 
No, that ain't going to make him do nothing. He'll be looking at you like, uh, as soon as I figure out what you need, I'll give it to you. But all that other stuff, you can put that to sleep. I ain't paying attention to none of that. So he won't let his woman make him unhappy. And he's going to be happy no matter what because he's mature enough to know whatever she's saying and doing ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. So those are the top ten ways to tell whether a man is mature or not. And any of these that show up, that means he ain't fully mature. You you want to see all ten of these at some point. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to see no weaknesses show up. And that doesn't mean that a man won't be emotional once in a while, but you want a man that's, like, grounded in his masculinity. And those are the right. ten indicators that will help you see that. Right. Make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so now I'm going to go into the next thing. Tonight's session is actually pretty short. That's why I didn't have a problem with you, you know, going going in the way you went in. Um, tonight's session is short, but but incredibly important. <laughs> um, but it's short. So um, the, the second thing is that you got to figure out how to blend your lives together. People get excited and they fall in love, and then when they try to live with each other, they be driving each other crazy because their lifestyles don't work together. So I have five questions that you need to ask yourself in order to see if it makes sense for you to actually blend your lives with him. You ask, you, these are five questions you're going to give me? Yes. Okay. I am. Yes. I'm going to tell you what they are, and then I'm going to send it to you in a little while. Ready? Okay. So question number one is, Do you can you see what his life is about? You need to be able to recognize what his life is about. What is his life about? You need to be able to tell clearly, without mistake, what his life is about. That's the mm-hmm. first one. The second is he needs to be able to recognize what your life is about. And you need to know that he knows it. Like when he talks about it or he's looking at it, you need to know that he's accurate, that he knows what your life is about, and you're clear that he's accurate about that. Make sense? Uh-huh. All right. Good. Number three, you need to determine whether his life is worth fitting yourself into. Does he have a kind of life you actually enjoy living with, inside of? Determine if his life is something is, I like is, to Is it worth fitting yourself into? Because a man can't change, a man can't really change his lifestyle unless it's supporting his new vision. But a man can't change, especially a mature man. A mature man already knows what he's here for. You know, there's a saying: a man got to do what a man got to do because we're we're here to accomplish goals. And so, you know, you, you want to look at his life and say, is his life worth you getting involved with? Is mm-hmm. his life worth you fitting into? Because you don't want to change the way he lives his life. You do not want that. If he don't, right. if, you know, because you're changing him, not just right. his lifestyle. You want him, the real guy. He can't mm-hmm. handle being manipulated anyhow. So that's just one more reason why you don't want to do that. So the question is, is his life worth fitting yourself into? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the third thing. 
The fourth thing is, is he willing to fit himself into your life? Because you got your life too. He needs to be willing to fit himself into your life. And the question is, is he willing? That's a question for him. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a question for him, but it's a question you need to be able to determine whether he answers you straight or not. Right. He can say yes, but he's still being no. You need to be able to tell the difference. Right. Make sense? Yeah. Great. And then the fifth thing is, how can you fit yourself into his life? And what do you need to do to fit yourself into that his life? That's what you need to look at. Like, how much of your life do you need to do, change, adapt, whatever, in order to comfortably and greatly fit into his life? He's going to have to ask himself that question. But if he's willing to fit himself into your life, he'll figure it out. Or y'all will figure it out together. Uh-huh. So, you know, once you get past the boyfriend, girlfriend, having sex, go out on dates thing, and you want to start living together, these are the questions you need to be able to tell about that guy. And you really, you want to be able to, you want to be able to answer those questions for yourself early on. That's early. right. That's right. You don't want to wait six months in. No, these questions, you need to be able to tell these right away. Yeah, that's true. Cause you know what he seemed like he already he 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 already um he asked me that before and um like but he asked me that before like do you want to be with me? I mean he he owns a house. I don't he lives in Flushing. Okay. And he he owns a house. Um. So um he seemed like he he then he asked me again last night. You know. And I, and I said, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I'm kind of playing. Really, even though he kind of said he owned a house, it's like I probably I'm not. Um, I heard it twice. So although I heard it twice, it's not. It's like I really don't know. You understand what I'm saying? Because it hasn't yeah. been something that he's been talking about. But I heard yeah. it. So um, I'm saying that to say that um. He did he ask me did he ask me that twice too mm. as far as wanting to be with him. But last yeah. night was different because it's like um I heard him talking to me. And um before I heard him too before I heard him also, but then you know, just getting to know somebody and then experience what I'm experiencing and I'm thinking like you're full of shit. <laughs> so, okay. um, I was just saying, like, saying it like it is, you know? And, yeah. um, but yesterday it was, it was different. And I, and I said, I don't know, you know, because my, my thing is I know where I'm at and I'm, I'm, although where I'm at is where I'm at. To me, it's it's comfortable. It's or it's it's not so much comfortable. It's all right because I know where I'm at. Yeah. And for me to get up and move, I would need to know where I'm going. Yeah. 
because I can't. I'm 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 not willing to just get up and move and be in something with it. Yep. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> right. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. Totally. Yeah. That's why I got those those you know questions. That's why I got those 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 things to look for, those indicators. Yeah, I'm I'm not willing to do that. Yeah. Because I'm okay. my thing is I don't I don't I've, I I'm not depending on anybody. It, whatever has been going on with me, you know, um, I've just been doing the best that I could do. And if I have to, if I've been finagling my own finances to. Take care of Rosetta, and however Rosetta been taking care of Rosetta, that's how Rosetta been doing it, and Rosetta's going to be responsible, and Rosetta's going to be in trouble for it, or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But it's yeah. not like I'm taking it. I'm not do. I'm I'm not putting it on a man, you know, because yeah. it's like I got to hold me. Yeah, I get it. Awesome. All right. So, um, so that's the second of the three pieces I was going to talk to you about today. And they're all short, but they're, boy, really important. <laughs> so, um, so the last thing I'm going to talk about is something I refer to as levels of awareness. So, um, you know, I remember reading, I don't remember where I read it at, and I don't even know what they call it, but I want to say levels of not consciousness, but of competency. So, um, you know, when they talk about um, in the Lambda form, the introduction, they talk about um, how when you don't know, you don't know. You're unconsciously incompetent. You heard that before, right? When you, um, um okay, you're unconsciously yeah. incompetent. Yeah. 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 Because you don't even know you don't know. You're unconscious of your own incompetence. Yeah, because you can't do something about you don't know what you don't know. Right. And then the moment you know that you don't know something, you become consciously incompetent. Right. You're like, wow, I when didn't you, even know I didn't know that. Now I know that I don't know that, right? <laughs> and then when you, the moment you know then, that you don't, wait a minute. Say, let's say the second part. The moment you know what? The moment you realize that you never knew that thing before. Right. Then you come you consciously become, incompetent. Right. Right. Oh, because then, yeah. you know, and now you got to try to, then you're incompetent of it, but now you know, now you got to think about what, how you're going to know it, work, deal with right. it. Right. Now you want to go for consciously competent, like you're aware of your competence. Right. right? Okay. Right. So, and then... When you're in the zone and you're like, you know, masterful, you get a chance, you become unconsciously competent. You're so good, you don't even know how good you are. You don't even have to think about it. Like people, when they're driving, driving yeah. is unconsciously competent. Right. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Yeah, yeah, it's automatic. Yeah. So there's something like that when it comes to, you can use that process, that, that model for awareness in the area of relationships. Mhm. So, um, I have I've identified four different spaces that people could be in. Mm-hmm. And um and uh so I'm going to just tell you what they are real quick. Okay. So, the first level is being unconsciously incompetent. You don't even know that you don't know. 
So this is when people are just learning about relationships. They're super excited. They're enthusiastic. But they don't know nothing about themselves or their relationships. These are usually going to be people that are, like, at the high school level or been in less than, been in no more than two relationships. They don't know nothing about nothing. They're just happy to get somebody. They're unconsciously competent around relationships. Okay. You can see that, right? Yep. Yeah. I know there was a time when I was. (laughs) So the next level is to be consciously incompetent. So for those who did not marry their high school sweetheart, they will experience heartbreak. Then they begin to recognize that they don't know much about relationships, the opposite sex, or themselves. They don't know how much they don't know, don't know the impact of not knowing, and can have any of a bunch of different reactions to this, from being a wimp to being a player, a bully, the strong silent type, a loner, or a workaholic. Whatever the reaction, it's in response to being hurt and failing when it comes to relations. So what I'm saying is this. When a man gets past, I don't know, I want to say 20 to 25, probably sooner, but let's just say 20 to 25, right? He's been through a couple of relationships. He's got his ass whipped by somebody. Somebody crushed him. He's usually going to have like a reaction that he's going to take on as a life practice, and he's going to just be that guy. So he might be a, a player. And that was my reaction. You know, I was trying to mess with this. I was messing with this woman, and, you know, I felt like she played me. And I was like, ain't nobody playing me no more. I'm doing a play and fuck that. And I was a player for like 20-something years. Because mm. I was like, you ain't playing me. I'm doing a play. I'm going to be happy. You not. You ain't doing to me what Loretta did to me. Uh-huh. That's what it was. Loretta was constantly in the background, not not consciously, but constantly. <laughs> and then once I got good, once I got good, I'm like, I just kept going. You know? mm-hmm. So, um, so, but when a man is aware that he doesn't know, he puts on a persona to keep from getting hurt. So he might be a wimpy, nice guy who begs for you to like him. He might end up being a player. He might be a bully. He might be one of those guys that don't talk. He might come out to be a loner. He might just be a workaholic. Whatever his reaction is because he doesn't, he, he's using that to, to, protect himself from being incompetent in relationships. Make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So then the next level is Using called conscious. Yeah, yeah, right. oh, I just heard that last part. He's using that because he's, been, because he's incompetent in relationships? Yes. He wouldn't use that term, but he's, like, trying not to get hurt and trying not to fail again. So he puts on that particular persona, the one that he feels comfortable with, to protect himself, a strong suit. Yeah. Like that. Wow. Yeah. Women do it, too, but it's really really prevalent for men. You know, everybody Mm -hmm. does it. I just want to show you what it looks like on the man's side, you know. Mm -hmm. So then the next level is called conscious... Competence. There's two different aspects of conscious competence. So I'll tell you. The first part is conscious competence of self. This is when you finally start to know who you are. So at this stage, people are aware of who they are. They're aware of their character, 
their boundaries, their needs, their wants, what works and what doesn't work for them. These men won't sell themselves out if a relationship isn't working or they haven't been in a relationship for a while because they know that more than anything, they need to be true to who they really are. This doesn't mean they're masters of relationships. This just means that they're masterful at being true to themselves. Does that communicate? Yeah, I got it. Um, I got it. I missed it. Yeah, before you become competent around relationships, you first have to be competent about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the next level, I call it conscious competence of relationships. So people at this stage are likely to be picky and are willing to wait for the right one rather than play the numbers game. Mm-hmm. They focus They focus on their partner, making sure their partner's happy, not because of obligation, but out of choice and love. So a man who is consciously competent around relationships, huh, say it again? You said out of choice and love. Yes, self-expression, yes. Mm-hmm. So, but a man can't get there if he doesn't know who he is. He doesn't, if he hasn't conquered self, he, he really doesn't have much of a chance to conquer relationships. So I got to stop you. Oh, go ahead. Last thing I was going to say is that I don't know how it's possible to be consciously, excuse me, unconsciously competent when it comes to relationships. I don't think that's possible. And I'm saying it as a guy who's a relationship advisor and expert. I don't know if it's feasible, possible to be unconsciously competent in relationships. Because it's like um, you got a problem right there. You just, um, so you didn't grow up. No, that's not the problem. The problem is you can't really be unconscious in relationships. That's the problem. Okay. You have to be conscious at all times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to play basketball and hit seven three-pointers in a row. It's another thing to be dealing with people's feelings, emotions, needs. You can't, you can't go on automatic in a relationship. There's no such thing. Not can be doing a good job, you know. There's just too many moving parts. Things change too quickly. Can't be un- you can't be unconscious in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So you can be consciously competent, fantastically consciously competent, but there's no unconscious competence, not in relationships. There's no, it's not, I don't know how it's possible. I'm willing to find out, but right now I'm saying no. <laughs> you got to be awake 100% of the time, you know. Mm-hmm. But it feels like mastery when a person knows self and understands relationships at the same time. It feels like mastery. It feels like to the person on the receiving end, it feels like unconscious competence. But no, they got to be conscious. Exactly. No, there's no automatic there. Maybe sex, but other than that, that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So anyhow, you was gonna say something. This is that that ends this this session, quite frankly. Oh. oh. But, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of stuff, 
but it's like critical information. Like you, you know, don't lose this stuff. You know. No, well, it's in my computer. You know, I mean, yes. when I say it's in my computer, it's like um, even if I don't have my computer, I still have the information. I just have to hook up with it. <laughs> you know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that's crazy, but that's how it is. I mean, we got Google, we got we got our, we got our um whatever we got, we got it. It's just that if we don't have services, then we get when we get the services, we still have what we have because we already have it. Right. <laughs> that's funny. Yep. Um. So you was gonna say something? So go ahead, Mira. I I was, and I forgot because I was thinking I was thinking about Maurice. And um, I I forgot it um. Okay. No worries. So um, confident. Oh, it, he he he. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. He said that um, he said it. He said I am conceited. That's what he said. Really? <laughs> I don't get that about you. Huh? <laughs> I said, I don't get that you're conceited. He said conceited, right? Not me. No, he said he's conceited. Oh, well, maybe he is. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that because I'm talking about, you know, his character as a man, but he said he's conceited. Yeah, and, um, I said, yeah. Like, he said he's all, you know, like I, what, however it is, you all, he's all into himself, and um, it's like when he goes about doing something, he goes about doing it, and he to go about completing it, you know. So, whatever it is he's doing, it's like it, it has to be an accomplishment that he that he completes it. Yeah. So he feels good about what he does. And that's, I guess that's his way of him saying he's conceited, you know? Mm-hmm. He said, um, like, he he, he retired from a police, being a police officer, 48 years old. So um, he's 56 now. And yeah. um, so it's like right after, I guess, right after high school or whatever, or college, he must have went right into the force. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Things about them, you know. You telling me about doing about men, so I'm like talking about it. And um, that, that's 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 the only thing, you know. Uh, to say about the character of a man being conceited, you mm-hmm. know, I just but however it is, we'll see. Yeah. He don't. He doesn't seem like somebody who, even if he is conceited, he doesn't seem like somebody who brags about himself. You know. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Awesome. All right. Any last uh, comments before we uh, end this call? Anything you want to say about what you learned today or whatever? You know. Um. I'm, no, I'm, I'm glad what I got is, um, you just let me know what I need to know and 
you told me, yeah, it's, it's a fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Great. But I guess that's, you know, something probably I would have known. Um, some things like the immature man and the mature man, and but not everything. And um, because we, uh, I guess you can, t- we can tell as an individual about somebody's like, you know, he ain't too wrapped too tight or something, you know. <laughs> you know about the immature and the mature. Yeah. Um. And then, um, as far as the qualities of a man, like trying to figure them out. Yeah. This yeah. part, this part only has to do with how, uh, has to do with, oh, me, um, the, seeing how I can fit into, how we can fit into each other's lives. So, and, yes. and, and and that does need to be worked out before, um, before anything takes place. So you, it needs to be communicated. Yeah. It's all right. Smart move. Yeah. All right. So, uh, that's all I got, my dear. So, um, in reference to myself, in reference to, in reference to me, and me, and communicating with you what you got out of me, communicating with you. Um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not, I don't know what you're asking me exactly. So say it differently. Okay. Um. You were telling me what I needed to know, and then I was telling you the stories, or um, or was I telling you how I understood? Not that yeah, I was telling you the stories, and um, I I believe I just told you some thoughts on how I feel about how how I see things or how I how I look at things, and um, and I just wanted your feedback. Okay, got it. So um. You're on the right track. You know, you're being responsible for how, you know, men are um, interacting with you, how they're looking at you. You know, you're um, appreciative of being in the, in the space of men um, that you're, you're maybe attracted to. But at the same time, you're not going to sell yourself out. You know, it's really like you're playing the game full out, you know? I mean, Really, that's what I'm getting. Like, you know, you, you you're giving your best. Um, you know, you're not perfect. You know, you're paying attention to, to them. You're giving them the best chance that they have, but you're still not going to sell yourself out. I mean, like, I I got nothing to say except for here's some more information. Quite frankly, <laughs> you're doing a fine job, my sister. Yeah. And I you I know? really think it has to do with um. I, um, my 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 well my since my 2012 spiritual journey until now, mm-hmm. because I've um I'm aware of me. Yeah. You know. Good. Important. Critical. Actually. I have become more aware of me. 
Excellent. That is uh. And I'm not playing yeah. no more. I mean, I can tell. I know. I, I can I can hear it in your voice. You know, I hear it in your stories and your. Yeah, I know. I get it. I, 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 well, I wish I well I wish I was like that early when I was younger. But I get you know what when I was younger. I get this is why I probably am like this now because when I was younger, um, I wasn't the girl that was running around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and getting to know the guys and stuff like that. Whoever was in my life was in my life, and yeah. that's probably why I am like I am now. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, no, we all yeah. learn. Yep, you, you, it, 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 um, oh, oh, um, somebody was texting me too. Um, mm-hmm. we come to where we need to be when it's, when it's time for us to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's time. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, that's all I got. And, uh, you know, you get a chance to go to sleep while, you know, you still got a chance to get decent sleep. (laughs) All right. So I'll talk to you next time. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you, I I like Thursdays better um, just because I'm already doing something on Thursday. I'm already on a call on Thursday, so we can do Thursdays. Uh, I like that better. It, well, you know, we might have to um, third. Well, this you lucky this Thursday because this Thursday I would have been seeing my granddaughter. Next Thursday right. I'm not seeing my granddaughter, so we can work it right. next Thursday. But the Thursday after that I'm seeing my granddaughter. Okay. All right. Let's take it one week at a time. But you know, I'm willing to do Wednesday and Thursday, but or Thursday. But I, I think I prefer Thursday because I'm already locked in on. Um, Thursday as it is, and um, so, you know, it's just good to go from one call to the next. All um, right. Okay. You know All right. I mean? So next Thursday, right. we do next Thursday. Awesome. All right. Um, wait, if I need to change it, I have to, Um, I'm going to look at my calendar, but I, I, that for, so far, we'll, we'll see. I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Don't don't wait till Wednesday to let me know. You know what I mean? No, let, me know. let me look at this calendar right now. All right. Um, it's the first. Um, everything is okay. Everything's okay. All right. So we do Thursday. Right, Thursday next week. Yeah, Thursday works. Okay. Okay. So have a good night. All right. You do the same. Talk to you. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.